One, two, one, two, mic check. What it is this? This is the Isaiah K Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. <clears throat> um, training camp has started with the NFL. Looking pretty good, looking pretty decent. A lot of guys are looking to get their money. A lot of guys are skipping and missing these missing training camp due to their contract dispute and situations with their teams right now. So it's a lot of pieces going on that may move. Um, some teams may look to trade some guys if they can't get on one accord as far as a contract option or deal. Uh, and today's episode, I'm just going to bring you this. I'm a, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this throughout the football season a lot. Um, I figure that I started out right now, and we're going to call this the Isaiah Super Bowl bubble. Um, we're going to start out with this. We're going to do this. This, is gonna, this whole episode is going to be dedicated to my Super Bowl bubble. Um, th- th- this bubble is going to consist of, within this bubble, it's going to consist of teams that I think right now that are that are Super Bowl contenders, and then teams that I think that could possibly be possibly be Super Bowl contenders this year. But for right now, I have them outside the bubble. So I'm going to start with the AFC. Um, once again, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a thing that we're going to do all throughout the season. We're going to call it Isaiah's Isaiah's NFL Super Bowl bubble. And with this, I mean, with basketball, it's much easier to just like pick who's gonna win the, who's gonna go to the finals, who's gonna go to the conference finals. Most years, it's easy. It's the, it's usually, it, it's usually a LeBron led team. Or it's, it, it's usually a few teams that you can pick automatically out the at the top of your head and say, okay, these teams will meet up in the conference finals, and then we may get this finals matchup. And in, 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 in football, any given Sunday, any team can win. And teams that were last place in their division could win their division this year. Teams that was first place in the division last year could very well possibly be the last team in their division this year. So, and I've seen that happen a lot of times in NFL. So, it's just all a matter of luck, healthy, health, I mean, well, health, um, coaching, quarterback play. It's all based upon that. And that's why I think we love the NFL. So, um, let's go, AFC. So, first and foremost, I'm going to start. It would be disrespectful for me to start any Super Bowl AFC talk if I didn't mention the Patriots first. Uh, the, I think the Patriots are still my AFC favorite. Many like the, Can- the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns. I like those teams as well. I get to that. But I like the Patriots as my favorite as for right now. And we, like I said, we'll continue this my Super Bowl bubble as the season transpired. But we're gonna start it off right now. As of right now, I like New England as my AFC favorite. I think they're gonna be in. No, I, I I think they're gonna be in those talks, barring any injuries. I think in the day, I think they're gonna be in this conversation. Uh, name a better coach, quarterback tandem. When it comes to winning football games in this league and winning playoff games in this league. Uh, nobody do it better than Bill and Tom Brady, and I'm not gonna bet against that yet. I have to see it to believe it. Um, even though they lost a couple pieces, there I'm sure they'll find guys. They made the right draft picks, or they have guys, young guys, that's ready to step up and fulfill those positions that 
are that's that's needed at the moment. So it's next guy up, do your job type system in New England. I don't expect nothing less. I think they win the AFC East uh, fairly easily um, with Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo probably has the worst roster in the league right now, but with Buffalo and the Jets, I think the Jets going to be okay, but they're not. I don't think they're going to be competing neck to neck every week. Uh, trying to keep up with the Patriots. I don't think they'll be in that type of race, and I don't think they'll be that good quite yet. Um, so I, I think it's, this is a no-brainer to me. I don't even know why people keep and still counting out Brady and the Patriots. Every year we do it. This is the year that Brady goes down. This is the year that Brady falls off the cliff. This is that. This is that. Bill Belichick, it's time for him to go. It may very well be this year, but... I have to see it to believe it, because we said that last year, and they repeated. At, they went, they went to the Super Bowl and won. So I, I, I can't just say that they're done. Despite them losing Rob Gronkowski, despite them losing some pieces, they're still good. They still have Brady. They got a good old line. I like their, I like their running back by committee that they have back there and behind Brady. Brady's gonna make ways. He's gonna make ways. They're gonna make. They're gonna make. They're gonna find ways to win a lot of games next year. I'm not worried about the Patriots. Um, next, the Chiefs. I think with Patrick Mahomes and his explosive arm and talent that he possesses throughout doing the field. I mean, it's crazy on the field. It's crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous. I like. I like the kid. I like the young kid, and I thought. When he got drafted, when the Chiefs drafted him, they had Alex Smith at the time, and I said, "I don't know if this kid is as polished." And I, I well, I did, I did know he wasn't as polished as far as mechanics than Alex Smith. But I said, "You know what? You know one thing that he can do that Alex Smith can't do, and proven to us that he cannot do on on a time time basis. This kid is going to throw the ball, and he's going to throw it out the roof, and he's going to throw it down the field, and he's going to make plays." Alex Smith, he doesn't lose games for you, but Alex Smith don't win games either. Patrick Mahomes and his arm talent wins games. I've seen it. It wins games. And I, and I said that, would, that was the difference. That was the, that was the concrete standout difference between Patrick Mahomes and Alex Smith. It wasn't like Alex Smith was not good during his term in Kansas City. It was, it, it was, it, they, were, they were good. They were as good as they were. They was as good as if they had a as better as good of a record as they did with Patrick Mahomes with Alex Smith. But the game changer with Patrick Mahomes, he throws the ball over top of the defense. He actually tried to, He actually tries to make plays. Alex Smith, instead of him trying to win the game, he he tried his best not to lose the game. And sometimes that's good to have because you you know he doesn't have the most turnovers. Alex Smith keep good. Keeps a good completion percentage. But when I need you to throw the ball down the field, I need you to throw the ball down the field, and I need you to stretch the field and open the top on this defense. And Mahomes does it. Uh, I look at the pieces. Even though they don't have Kareem Hunt, I still like what they have back there. Uh, O-line's pretty solid. I get Tyreek Hill. I bring back Travis Kelsey. I still have some of the same nucleus that I had last year with my with. Patrick Mahomes and his weapons. I still have Andy Reid, the offensive mastermind that he is. Um, he's a great regular season coach. He's he's still he's still waiting for that one big win. I think 
Andy Reid is a first ballot Hall of Fame coach already without a Super Bowl. But if he can get over the top, get over the hump, and get that monkey off his back and get that one win, that one big win that we all say that he needs to get, I think this will solidify him as one of the best coaches in NFL history. He already is, but this would this would put the icing on the cake. This would be the icing on the cake for Andy Reid. Um, so I like I like Kansas City. Now their defense some some of you guys may say, okay, their defense is not necessarily a championship defense or a Super Bowl defense. Well, I tell you this. The de- the best part of their defense last year was their defensive line. And yes, they miss they're gonna miss D Ford, and yes, they're gonna miss Justin Houston. Because those guys get to the quarterback really well and quickly. But but I think I think you the like the way how the bad how bad the defense was last year, it can't get any worse. So I'm looking for it to trend upward. I you know, who knows? The guys that they have on the field, they get more attempts. They get more attempts to make plays and go out there and play. Who knows? They may get better on the fly. I they they but I can say they don't have a Super Bowl or a championship defense. They don't. Um, if they had, if they would have kept that defensive line, I would feel more solid about them making the Super Bowl because okay, they don't have the best secondary, but they can get to the quarterback, which. If they can get to the quarterback quickly, you, they don't have you don't you don't have to worry about or you won't have to stress about your secondary weaknesses. But they don't have those pass rushers, so I just got to see what they have on defense personnel wise. Um, I think their season is dependent on that. Um, I like I said, like I said on the last podcast, Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes and the offense that he has in Kansas City, along with Andy Reid, I think. It's going to be dominant, explosive, and versatile enough where they score enough points to win a lot of games next year. Um, I think they win their division. It's going to be it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a close race with the Chargers because the Chargers have a good roster. But I think Kansas City wins the division. Um, I think they're a little bit too explosive for the Chargers and. The Chargers, they're just they're, historically they've been a franchise where they necessarily they don't necessarily win the big games or they don't show up in the big moments. So they gotta break that and just in all um, with the Chargers, they have to break that. But I get to that. But with Kansas City, I think they win their division. I think they're a one or two seed with right with New England um, in the AFC p- playoff picture. I think they get a couple games at Arrowhead. It's all about their defense and how how is their defense going to respond is it going to respond in a negative way and be be the same if not worse next year or are they going to hear all these people talking about Kansas City offense but the defense is the weakest link and are they going to show come up and show up to play I, I want to see that it's going to be real interesting um the Chargers uh, I'm gonna put the Chargers in my play in, in my Super Bowl bubble. As far with the AFC, I'm gonna put them in my Super Bowl bubble. 
Uh, I think last year I was I think last year I was saying that the Chargers probably had the best roster on paper. If you look like all if you look at all around and position, like where was their weakness? It's probably their linebacking core. But as far as their front seven and then their secondary was pretty decent, even though New England exposed it. <laughs> Um, the secondary was pretty decent, and their front seven was good. They had good running backs. They had good receivers. The quarterback position is fine, as as we all know with Phillip Rivers. Um, Anthony Lim was a young coach, but I think he'll only get better. I think he in, he improve. Um, the Chargers. I think historically, it's a historic thing. They haven't been historically able to win those big the big games that they play in. So I don't know. I don't know how it fared with them. I don't know how to... That's why I, I, I'm almost on the edge of putting them on my... Outside of my Super Bowl bubble. And when, you, when, I, when I put teams outside of my Super Bowl bubble, I think they are contenders. They can be possible contenders. But I don't think they're necessary contenders And I will, right now. And I will have to see them play and how the season go to really put them in my bubble. Because teams are going to move in and out of my bubble during the season as I continue this Super Bowl bubble that I that I created and made. Um, so the Chargers, I think they're going to be fine, but I have to I have to see if the Chargers could. I I got to see it. I have to see it. Um, I got to see a lot with the Chargers. The Chargers. It, I'm, I'm, they're going to be in my Super Bowl bubble. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna be in it. They're not going to be outside of it. They're going to be right in it. I think they fit right in it. Um, the Colts. I think the Colts win the a- AFC South next year. I love what Indianapolis have. They have one of the best young old lines in the league. Um, Andrew Luck. I, like I said, Andrew Luck, uh, he came back last year. He had an MVP-type season. If it probably wasn't for Patrick Mahomes' MVP season, I think Andrew Luck could have made a. I think you could have made a legitimate argument for Andrew Luck winning the MVP next year or last year. But I think he'd come back next year better. Um, they got a good old line, like I said. It doesn't. They got good weapons. Uh, Andrew Luck kind of makes some of those guys, but they have good weapons. It's Andrew Luck. He's one of those guys that can take you over the top with, as, with his quarterback play um, on any given Sunday. Uh, their defense, they got a young linebacking core. Uh, their young linebacking core is as good as Dallas. I'm not sure if it's better than Dallas's, but it's as good as Dallas. Um, they have great. They have guys up front that can play. They have guys up front that can play. Um, they had the leading tackler getter last year in the NFL. Uh, they had a lot of they, and they're very youthful on the defense. I think that's going to play a tremendous part. In this this run, because I don't if the Colts don't get to the Super Bowl next year or this year, I don't think it's a big deal. I think they uh, they had they're so young enough where they have time to get they have time to be able to play with each other and get going. Um, so the Colts they're in my Super Bowl bubble. Like I said, they you can you can move in or out, but I'm gonna put them in my Super Bowl bubble. Um, the Browns. I know everybody loves Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Browns, Browns. Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham. I know you love them. Um, I like them too. I don't love them. I like them. Um, they're gonna be outside my Super Bowl bubble. We're gonna keep a close tab. We're gonna keep a close tab on the Browns. They're gonna be right outside of my Super Bowl bubble. 
Um, Baker Mayfield, he got to show me he can play a full season of football first before I'm sold on the Cleveland Browns. Odell Beckham, they haven't won nothing. Um, Jarvis Landry haven't won nothing. You have a full team of players that haven't won nothing. Um, the, the most they've won is seven games last. They won seven games last year. Uh, so I, I don't know if, like, can I? Can you really depend on the Browns? I, I got to see it. I got to see it to believe it. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I have to see it. I want to. I want to see this first year head coach Freddie Kitchens. I want to see how he reacts and coach this egotistical team that he have with Odell and all these characters and Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield. They have a talented defense, but. I, I got to see it. Um, I, I don't think they have the best quarterback coach tandem in, in their division, but I'm still going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to win their division because they're talented. They're super talented. Um, they, even though they have a tough schedule, I mentioned their schedule. They have a tough schedule that they got to get through. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I got I to gotta see with the Browns. And I, like I told you, am I wrong for saying that? I, I'm not wrong for saying that. They haven't played a damn game yet. I have to see if they can, I have to see if it works. I gotta see if it fits. This thing gotta fit in, in Cleveland, and I have to see it. I think I have that right to see that see them play at least a game. I, I have that right. So, uh, I mean, the Browns—they're outside my Super Bowl bubble. Uh, that's why I have them. I think they win the AFC North. Um, don't get me wrong. I think it's gonna be a close. It's gonna be a close call. But I think they win the AFC North over the Steelers. I think they get to the playoffs. I just don't know how far they go. And I don't think there's. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. But who knows? They can make a surprising run. And you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep them on I'm close tabs. Depending on how they play from week in week out, I they're gonna be in and out of my Super Bowl bubble. But right now they're outside looking in my Super Bowl bubble. They're outside of my Super Bowl bubble. So I you know I know a lot of Browns like oh my gosh, but hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. The Steelers, um, the Steelers, they're outside of my Super Bowl bubble as well. I think they're a little further from Super Bowl contention. I like what they have. They have a young defense. They they I like how they really rebuilt it, rebuilt that defense. Um as it got older, they went younger. They got draft picks to put around those guys. So I like what they have on defense. Um they started to play a little bit better last year. They just collapsed in December. So anytime people tell me, "Oh, they still didn't make it to the playoffs cuz Le'Veon Bell." No. The Steelers had a two-game advantage. Over the Ravens in December, going into December, they were they they were they were in the playoffs. They was in the they were in the playoff picture before the Ravens won their run, and December came and the Steelers just choked. So, I think the Steelers finished second in division. It's going to be a close call in the AFC North, um, but I think the Steelers finished second. They're outside of my playoff bubble. Um, I like what they have on offense, of course. Mike Tomlin, I think he'll have a bounce back year next year as long as, as, as well as Big Ben, even though Big Ben didn't have a bad year last year. But as far as leadership, he didn't have, he, he, he lacked it last year. He lacked it. Um, 
Next, the Ravens. The Ravens are outside of my Super Bowl bubble. Um, and the Ravens, they would be in my Super Bowl bubble if I knew what I was getting with Lamar. If Lamar was a guy that can stand in the pocket and deliver on third and long passes, and if if he was a guy that, that I believed in his strong ability, I would certainly have the Ravens within my Super Bowl bubble. But I don't because of their offense. I want to see how predictable their offense is this year. I want to see Lamar Jackson's progression as a thrower of the football next year. He has a good arm. I'm not going to say he has great arm talent, but he has a good arm talent where I think he could do a little something. But as far as mechanics and throwing in tight windows and having to make third and long passes... And there's no thing on Lamar, because some guys in the league, they come into the league, they're unpolished, and they struggle. But I think I got to see him make those third and long passes. Yeah, the play-action pass is good. Yeah, the third and one and two convergence are fine, and using your legs are fine as well. But as a passer, when the pocket collapses, I have to be able to see him make progressions down the field and make throws down the field, third and nine, third and eight, third and long, where the defense know I'm throwing the football. Houston. Houston's going to be right outside of my playoff, my Super Bowl, my, not playoff, my Super Bowl bubble. Um, I, I like Houston. Their defense is okay. Um, they have great weapons on the, they have great weapons on the perimeter. Uh, with Will Phil Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins, and then you pair that up with Lamar Miller and Deshaun Watson. I, you know, I like what they have offensively. Their offensive line could be a lot better, but that's my reasoning for them being outside the playoff bubble. Their offensive line struggles. Um, their defense is okay. I don't. It's not. It's not great, and I don't think their offense is explosive like Kansas City, where. They can get away with a bad or subpar defensive performance. So, the Texans are right outside of my playoff bubble. Um, that's why I have them at. I think that's fair. Um, and that would be it for my for AFC, for the AFC. AFC, they have a lot of good teams, contending teams. AFC North is going to be compelling. Um, I have three teams in AFC North that are on my Super Bowl bubble track tracker. And, you know, I just can't wait to see what happens. Um, let's go on to the NFC. The NFC. We're going to start with the NFC champions, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I think the Los, An- the Los Angeles Rams are, on, are in my playoff bubble for the NFC. Um, they bring back Cooper Cup. They bring back some of the same roster last year. Um, Cooper Cup comes back, like I said. Their defense, hopefully, as far as their secondary improve, they were really good at stopping the run last year. But New England and New England made some plays down the stretch and on that secondary that shouldn't have been made. Um, with all the op- with all the opportunities that they had to make stops, they didn't do it. It didn't happen. So the Rams, you know, I like what they have. They're, I think they're going to win the NFC West, even though it's going to be a little bit tighter. Than it was last year. I think it's going to be a little bit tighter this year. But I think they win the NFC West. They go 11-5, something like that. They go 11-5. and 
But I like what they have with golf, girly. I like I, I like them offensively. I have to see what they could do defensively as far as the secondary. They struggled last year in the safety position. And their DBs, they had Marcus Peters and Talib, but Peters had a tendency to get beat uh, to get beat at times. You know, and Talib had health issues during the season or for the first half of the season, per se. Um, he came back later on. They thought that would give him the boost that they needed in the secondary. Didn't quite do it. It it got them through the postseason in the NFC, but obviously it wasn't good enough to get them a championship. Um, so I think the Rams are going to be very good. They're going to be in the, they're going to be com- competing in the NFC for another NFC crown this year. Um, let's move on to the Eagles. Um, I think the Eagles. If Carson Wentz can, can remain healthy, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Um, their roster, on paper, their roster, they had a lot of they had a lot of injuries last year. I don't, I'm, I was surprised that they made the playoffs. They were nearly, they were very close to beating the Saints at at New Orleans in the Super Bowl in the in the Mercedes Benz Dome. In that playoff game, they were very close, and they they were they were close, but they didn't do it. Um, I think with Carson Wentz, he has to show a lot. He has to. He has a lot to prove this year. I think, and I think he will if he can remain healthy, barring any injuries. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC with their defense, their front seven, their offensive line. They got some young. They got some talented guys in the secondary, along and then Michael Malcolm Jenkins, being that veteran that he is. Um, I like what they have in Philly. Um, Doug Peterson, I love the culture that they have. I think Philly wins the NFC East, and I think Philly is the best team in the NFC if they can remain healthy. Um, I mean that. I really mean that. I think Philly remains the best team in the NFC if they can if they can stay healthy. Um, let's move on now. Let's move on to the Saints. I think the Saints. I'm gonna put the Saints in my Super Bowl bubble. Um, the Saints started out the season very well, offen- especially offensively. Their defense played well, surprisingly. Um, they made tremendous strides on defense. Defense kind of let them down. These, those, that last, really that last, them last, qu- that fourth quarter in OT in the, um, conference championship last year. But overall, it played well last year. Um, so the Saints, you know, they're in my Super Bowl bubble. They're going to have some stiff competition in the NFC South. But I, I'm going to put the Saints in my Super Bowl bubble. I'm going to put them there. Because I, I don't think Atlanta is going to be as bad as they were last year. Um, I, I, I suspect, I, I, I anticipate Carolina to be a little bit better. Maybe like an 8-8 eight eight maybe. Um, I think this division could finish a lot of ways. I think this, divi- this, this division could finish with Atlanta being the first and then New Orleans being the second team and Carolina being 8-8. Eight and eight. Or I can see New Orleans winning the division and Atlanta being second and Carolina being third. I can see it falling a lot of ways. So I can't wait to see that. Um, with the Saints, and during this, down the stretch, Drew Brees and his play went down. So when his play went down, the offense play went down. Um, Ingram and and Kamara, they didn't have the same, they didn't quite have the same production 
as they had last year, but um, I'm still going to keep the Saints with Sean Payton and Drew Brees. I'm still going to keep the Saints in my Super Bowl bubble. I think I think they can make it to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I'm not I'm not willing to bet that, but I'm gonna put them in my Super Bowl bubble. bubble. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta had a, Atlanta had a down year last year, um, for various reasons, health concerns, the um, defensive I- issues. Uh, hopefully, they find a way. Dan Quinn finds a way to get Julio Jones to football in the red zone. It's unacceptable that Matt Ryan. And, and and Julio Jones can't connect in the red zone. You, you looked at Julio Jones as a physical presence. You would think he he would he would lead the league or be tops in the league in red zone efficiency and red zone scores, but he's not because Atlanta has struggled to find a way to get Julio Jones to football down the red zone. Their defense had to play a little bit better. Their defense was iffy. I thought their defense was iffy the year they went to the Super Bowl, but uh, I don't, Atlanta, it, usually it takes a, a while to bounce back from that Super Bowl loss. I thought that still kind of hunted them, and, you know, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. I I think Atlanta, I think Atlanta, I'm going to put Atlanta in my Super Bowl bubble. I think they have a bounce back year next year. Um, Cowboys. Cowboys going to be outside my Super Bowl bubble. The Cowboys are going to be outside my Super Bowl bubble. Um, I like what they have defensively. Young, great, great linebacking core defensively. Um, they probably have the best linebackers, the best two-pair linebackers, young linebackers in the league with Vanderish and Jalen Smith. I like what they have. Um, it, it, it's great. It's great to see. Uh, Zeke, too much noise. Too much noise. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the report. report came out. Cowboys team playing left for training camp. Zeke wasn't on the plane. He's too much noise. And noisy teams usually don't win in the NFL. All the teams that are quiet in the league win. New England, quiet, win. Kansas City, quiet, win. The Rams, quiet, win. Dallas just not quiet. And it's due to Zeke. And like I said, it may sound surprising, but... uh, you might trade Zeke. You might got to trade Zeke because he's causing too much noise. He's causing too much friction. And it's just too much to handle. I mean, you're talented, but you're too much to handle. You're becoming a pain. You're becoming a, you're becoming a thorn aside. So, I mean, I don't know what to say about the Cowboys. I like their roster. They have a good roster. O-line, D-line, linebacker core, secondary is okay. But they have, they have a lockdown, defend, lockdown DB and um, Byron Jones. Uh, I, I like what they have, but it's Zeke. Z- Zeke. Zeke has a lot of noise with him. He has a lot going on with him. I don't... Do I pay that? You want me to pay that? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I pay that. I think the Cowboys finished second in the division. I still think they get to the playoffs with like a 10-6 record. But I, I think they finished second in the division behind Philly. I think they finished second. Um... So, we got Philly, we have Philly, Dallas, New Orleans, Atlanta, and the Rams. Uh, I don't want to put, okay, let's go to Chicago. Chicago, Mitch Trubisky, I got to see his, I got to see Mitch Trubisky transform himself into a better thrower of the football. That's my thing with Chicago. Chicago defense is great. Um, I gotta see. I gotta see it with the football, and they're too predictable. The 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 
I like Matt Nagy. He's really creative, but the little the little gimmicky, skimmicky games that they play on offense and all the trickery, uh, cut it out. That's not I, th- that's not going to win you super. That's not going to win you Super Bowls. Doug Peterson does it here and there, but Matt Nagy they they're very creative, but cut it out. That's not going to win you Super Bowls. You need to stop doing that. I think they I think Mr. Trubisky need to turn into more of a thrower of the football where he can th- beat you down the field with his arm, not legs, with his arm. And I, I have to see that from Chicago. So they're going to be outside of my Super Bowl bubble, bubble. Defensively, I love them. It's not much to say on the, it's it's not much to say about their defense. It's great. Led by Khalil Mack, they got great DBs, Kyle Fuller. Linebacker core is great. D line is good. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about that. Offensively and Mitch Trubisky. <sighs> okay. The Packers are gonna be outside of my Super Bowl bubble as, as well. Aaron Rodgers, first year head coach, Matt Lafleur. Um, Rodgers, is he gonna adapt? He's great. Is he gonna adapt? Um. What do the back Packers got a little bit younger on defense as well, so I like that about them. But it's all about Aaron Rodgers. I don't have nothing to say about the Packers. It's all about Aaron Rodgers. Um, can he adjust? Can he adapt? Is he gonna be that problem child like he was to Mike McCarthy? Is he gonna be like? Is is he gonna be a pain? It's all about what Aaron Rodgers decide to do. Um, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. They're going to be outside my Super Bowl bubble as well. Kirk Cousins, he hasn't shown me he can win the playoff, the big one. Um, I'm not I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take any chances. Um, I like Minnesota roster, but it's Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins. He's shown me that he can win the big game. He hasn't shown me that he, has, that he can win the big game. So I'm not going to put them in my Super Bowl bubble. They're going to be outside of my Super Bowl bubble. And I put them on there because of Mike Zimmer, their offensive weapons, and what they have a little bit defensively. Their roster is pretty good. I'm going to put them outside my Super Bowl bubble. So for the AFC, I got Chargers, Patriots, Chiefs, and Colts in my Super Bowl bubble. Outside, I have Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Houston. Inside the NFC playoffs Super Bowl bubble, I have the Rams, Saints, Atlanta, the Rams, Saints, Atlanta, and the Eagles. Outside of it is Dallas, Chicago, and Minnesota. We're and the Packers. So that's what we have here. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we, this this is going to be a thing that we're going to do throughout the season. It's going to be called the Isaiah Super Bowl Bubble. Um, either you're in or out of it. Uh, this is just the first edition. So we're going to have many more of these coming up. Thank you guys for listening once again. And I'm out.